Welcome, welcome back to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. We are so happy to have you. We are back. Tuning in. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We are just enjoying this time. We want to say thank you so much for all your support for mm-hmm. those who are supporting us um, on Anchor FM, on Apple, you name it. Um, we've been blessed to find out that we are, we're reaching many countries. So yeah. our audience is, is pretty fast pretty big yeah it's getting big fast yes Yes. and we're so excited about that to be able to get the message out about our lord jesus christ as well as keeping kingdom marriages and whatever else that god sees fit for us to discuss on this broadcast because ultimately this is his broadcast it it, it is definitely his podcast and so uh you know we're going to continue our series Mm -hmm. uh this we're talking about the fruit of the spirit the next one on board is meekness yes Meekness. So you know, you, you know what's so interesting is me- meekness is uh, is 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 especially uh, connected to gentleness. But it's interesting that that's a separate fruit. Mm-hmm. You know that that God puts in those nine. So meekness is very important. Yeah. It's not it's not mentioned too much in the Bible, but we're going to get into that today. But yeah. you know, it's not mentioned. It's mentioned a couple of times in the Bible, um, significantly. But uh, we're going to definitely uh, peel that peel that orange and whatever you want to call it and okay, get into that fruit of the spirit. You know, yeah. I guess that goes into what peel we're that. Pill it, pill it, pill it, you know. Pill it. Yeah, okay. pill that fruit. Pill a banana. <laughs> pill a banana, whatever fruit, you whatever, know. Whatever, because there's multiple, that's like, you know, it's multiple fruits. Yes, know? it is. Yes, it yeah, is. I can yes. be peeled. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, well, with that, with no further delay, we're not going to delay anything. We're going to go right into, we always start off with what we had for a date this week. Yeah. Um, We went to get, um, we went out and actually, um, to grab something to eat at Moe's. We yes. did a Moe's date this time. Yeah, um, Moe's Southwest Grill. Yeah, Yum. something. Um, I've really Yum. been watching what I've been eating. So yes. uh, we've been on this nutritional <laughs> journey yes, um, as yes. well as spiritual and all those. But just watching what we eat because you know we, we go on dates a lot. And I just want to let the listening audience know that when we're eating, we are making healthy choices yes. um, to keep this body running well. Got so you. veggies and water and things of that matter. So um, I went out and got me a coach. Shout out to my coach, uh, <laughs> Beachbody coach. I appreciate you. Um, yes. Um, she's rocking it right now and she's doing some awesome things, but I appreciate her. So that's helping me along my track, mm-hmm. my path. Yep. So with that being said, we're going to go into, um, meekness. Yes. Um, this week. And I'm looking at the Webster dictionary and it says the fact of condition of being meek, submissiveness, drum roll, Ooh. submissiveness. Wow. And some other similar words, patient, long-suffering, forbearance, resignation, gentleness. Wow, gentleness came up, babe. Yes. Um, a modesty, humility, submission again, um, compliance, obedience, um, tameness. Mm-hmm. So those are some um, the words that have come up um, in regards to meekness. Yes. Um, so we're going to go into just what, just give me... Um, What's your take on a person that has characteristics of meekness? Well, you know, I'm gonna read the scripture. Our our foundation scripture mm-hmm. for that is uh, Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two, mm-hmm. and it says, and it says right here, it says, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, 
long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. So, so uh, the the Bible talks about it being a fruit of the spirit. It's, it's the characteristics of, characteristics of the spirit. So, a person should be carrying these as a believer. They should be they they should be flowing in these gifts. You know, uh, even though we're you know, uh, we're trying to grow in our relationship with Christ. You know, we know that Jesus operated all these nine fruits of the spirit. You can look at his ministry and, and see. So, you know, my take on it is, you know, uh, a spirit of meekness. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's being, it's being gentle. It's like a quiet strength. Uh, it's a, it's a strength where you don't have to prove anything to anybody. The only one you're trying to prove anything is God. You don't have to prove anything to God, but you just, you're just, you're just so full of the love of God that you don't have to be seen. Um, I, I think about when Jesus was, uh, he was 30 years in his ministry. You never, you didn't hear nothing about Jesus, right? But 30 years, you didn't hear him. You didn't hear about him. You heard about it when he was 12, when he was in the temple, uh, you know, talking with the teaching his, his mom and dad was trying to find him. They found out, he said, I'm about my father's business. But, you know, other than that, 30 years, significantly, you didn't hear about Jesus. But he's the best example. But he, he the best example, yes, yes. and we are gonna follow his 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 uh, his spirit, uh, and you know, of course, the Holy Ghost is his, is the Comforter, um, and he's the advocate for God and Jesus. But the thing is, Jesus, you know, is the is the model whereby we follow, and he operated in that, like I said, thirty years anonymously, and and next thing you know, he ended up turning turn the water into wine, and, and and matter of fact, he didn't want to do that that miracle because his mother he listened to us he he listened to his mama and turn that water into wine and then uh, turned around and, and, and had his first miracle. And so um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm of the belief too, that probably wasn't, and that's just, just my personal opinion. You have to take it for its worth. I just think uh, gee, that's probably wasn't his first miracle. That, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a documented uh, miracle, but I believe Jesus did so many miracles in his 30 years, you know, that he, you know, that he was so uh, humble about it or whatever, that it wasn't documented because you got to realize when he was being documented like that, it was his disciples that was documenting his ministry and things of that nature uh, with uh, with those things. But that's just another subject. But yeah, and then you heard about when, when he stepped out and, and did his ministry when he came and he came to, you know, uh, he went through the, through the, uh, the desert and, and was tempted by the devil for 40 days, 40 nights, mm -hmm. and he operated in his authority and seen as seen as how a man by god a man anointed by god uh or a person anointed by god operating his authority and, and and is able to uh you know take authority over the devil during that time so so him being a him being uh, uh you know humble a humble servant he was able to you know operate it operate anonymously for 30 years and then he operated in three and a half effective years of ministry but jesus never said here i am right here i am this i'm jesus he never really identified who he was. He always identified with his with his uh with his service. Going back. Well, would you say and that's what I that's why I say I believe he's one of the he's the best example of meekness. A lot of times meekness gets a bad rap. It does. People think that you're a doormat because you're, think you're meek weak and think you're weak. And I think I strongly when I looked at the words, um, this um, to be meek, you have to be courageous and you're not timid. It usually gets associated with being timid. Um, um, you, you're you're modest, you're gracious, um, 
you're a lot of times people think that you're passive and and that may not be the case because you think about it our lord and Savior, like like you were saying baby our lord and savior mm-hmm. jesus christ right he wasn't right. he was not a man of rep- you know where everybody was like you could he stood out amongst the crowd yeah. He didn't stand out. It wasn't like he was like this supermodel walking around and everybody was like, hey, that's Jesus over there. Or he's he's a superstar. It wasn't like that. He blended in with everyone in the sense that, you know, he grew up with, you know, grew up, like you said, in 30 years, he, he probably did some, you know, he may have done some miracles and things mm-hmm. like that. But most of the time, he probably was like, oh, that's Joseph's son. That's Mary and Joseph's son. That's the carpenter's kid, <laughs> you know. Right. That's what they probably looked at him as. But into this, today's society right now, um, meekness needs to be brought more probably to the forefront of being a meek person and being courageous. Because it's like those people, like you said, those the silent, you know, um, those ones that have that silent power. If anybody has like a friend that's quiet, but when they speak, you're like, oh my goodness. Like we have some friends like that. When they talk, when they speak, it's like everybody be quiet. Mm-hmm. Because when they talk, it's, it's, it's a point to it. They're not always excessively speaking. Right. They just give enough that you just hold on to it because you're hungry to get the next word that comes out of it, which may be another month or so. But they're so meek and so courageous and they stand boldly in their position. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that's one of the, definitely all the fruit of the spirit we need to apply. But that's something I think sometimes goes under the radar. We don't teach about meekness because we think of it, it, it looks, I don't know, that's just my take on it. It's not a sexy one of the um, no, <laughs> fruit not. of the spirits because you, fruit of the spirit because you think it's a symbol of being weak. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. At all, and I know you were ta- you were speaking. I was looking at this one article. Um, um, Elder um, David he mentioned um, he said that meekness is strong, not weak; mm-hmm. active, not passive; courageous, right. not timid; right. restrained, not excessive; mm. modest, not self gratifying or gracious, and not brash. Because mm. sometimes people want to say, "I'm gonna keep it 100," and they're so brash, and they're talking about that's keeping it 100. I'm gonna keep it real. But really, in all honesty, I think a meek person that ties into what we're going to talk about next is our having, you know, I think we may have self-control, having self-control. Yeah. Um, that's what I take from it. Um, yeah. This is a trait that we, a group that we really need to yeah. highlight. <laughs> and that's why we're doing it now, highlighting it. Yeah, like 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 the wife said, uh, a lot of times the, the, the society we live in, they want to they undervalue what humble humility is or meekness means um and what it's truly about you know sometimes most times it's a time to be quiet mm-hmm. it's time to, to time to speak out but because just because you're humble don't mean you can't speak right a person can speak from a piece uh, a, there's a such thing as righteous indignation righteous indignation is mm-hmm. is speaking against injustice Right. And so, so you have a right to be angry. What we're saying is, you know, people feel like if they talk, there's power in, in them going off on people. Keep, yeah. Like I said, keeping it 100, you know, but you, what you're doing is you're wrecking shop by now allowing God to come in and, 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 and deal with stuff. And so what happens is when a person depends on them to get stuff done, yeah, you get it done or you might be rude in doing it, but it's, it's affecting your heart. It's affecting your health. It's affecting your relationships and it's affecting, you know, what, you know, your, your health is affecting your spiritual health your psychological health and it's, it's, it's and your mental health and your emotional health is affecting you so so it's kind of like you you wanting somebody to, to, to i'm not gonna let that slide sometimes 
well, a lot of times it's a Bible. The scripture says in Proverbs 15, 1, even in marriage, Proverbs 15, 1, it says, a soft answer turns away wrath. That's a true scripture. Me and my wife have had issues and, you know, we've talked, had arguments and, and we call them intense fellowships. And sometimes you just got to just say, you know what, I'm not going to let this be, to be a mountain just just some something that right make a mountain out of a uh, make a mountain of a molehill yeah that's right and so you don't you don't make something bigger than what it is because we know number one we just gotta talk about it but we know the spirit behind that thing that the, the the enemy he's trying to you know insert himself into our in our into our union so he can wreck shop that's not happening so but it has to be i mean being that we've been married for a while we've had some situations like we've had multiple intense fellowships and we've learned from them that mm -hmm. trying to always be the one i gotta win this argument or whatever we don't you know it's not a win-win it, put it this way trying to win an argument you don't win yeah, it just, it's, 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 yeah it's, 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 it's crummy i mean it's, i mean you feel like i mean do you get a award because i have not gotten i don't, gotten I don't, a award I, I don't feel i don't feel i feel crummy when i'm yeah, when, like, when i when i try I won, to i, I won i mean <laughs> She, we're, we're one. You're, right. In marriage, you're one. Why are we trying to? Like, we trying to hurt each other. When, yeah. I, when I'm hurt, her, I'm hurting myself. Right. So we try to. Yes, yeah, so we try to. You know, resolve it. Even with our kids, I try not to just. You know, you feel crummy when you, when you're, um, you know, when you have a disagreement with one of your kids or whatever. Teenagers, you know, young men growing up, you feel crummy because you know it's okay. The Bible says a soft ass turns away wrath. I don't have to always answer or always have a response to every word that's said i just sometimes you just gotta be like okay and, and show grace and keep it moving because my health i don't want my spiritual health or my relationship with god to be messed up i remember i was talking to this young lady um i was at work um she just got married and um and she's coming to change her name in the office and she was talking about you know her changing her name she says it's a, it's a big move and this is huge for me because you know i wanted to keep my daddy's name could you make my middle name my last name things like that my middle name my 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 make my make my my maiden name my middle name and change my married name change my maiden name to my to my married name and she said i want to keep my dad's name i said that's good and i said you know she was talking about marriage and i she said i just hope this works she was like i really hope it works and i'm like well that's wrong there because you shouldn't go if you got married already don't be scared to to walk it out but i told her this i said your job your you and your husband's job is not to make each other happy I said that on purpose. I said that my job and my wife's job. My job. My wife's job is not to make me happy. My job is not to make my wife happy. And what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying. I will. I have. I have zero expectations on my wife because why? I'm. I have a vertical relationship with God. My job. God's job is to make me content, right? So with that contentment being, with that contentment, then what happens is God's going to show me how to bless my wife. You know what I'm saying? When I'm contending him first, he's going to show me how to make her happy because that's his daughter. Same thing. I'm her, I'm, I'm God's son. So he's going to talk to my wife about the vertical goals first, then the horizontal. Let me say that again. The vertical goes up, then it's, it's horizontal because if I got, by me, by me having a relationship with God, then he's going to show me how to treat my wife. That's why, that's why we've been, you know, successful with having a marriage union for 21 years because when I go to him and say, how do you want me to treat your daughter? He shows me how to do it. Mm -hmm. Just like with, with her. When he go, when she go to God and say, "How do I treat your son?" Mm -hmm. He, he, you know, he, he, she go to him vertically, and then horizontally, it's fulfilled through the vertical relationship first. Yeah, but I'm gonna say, starting out, I, you know, first getting in marriage, um, yeah, I didn't do that. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, with certain things, I had these expectations that I thought. Yep my husband you know god dennis would do and you get your feelings hurt you know what i'm saying it's like 
you know, well, you know, if you think he's supposed to put, you put your spouse on a pedestal and put them, you, you know, it's not that I don't honor him. You make them your idol. You make yeah, them your you idol. Make them your you idol make them, yeah. And the minute they make a mistake, your whole world comes crumbling down. Right. And so, and I, I get what you're saying is that we don't depend on each other for that happiness. Our joy comes from the Lord. Right. Um, what we get from each other is like you said, we're doing, we're going what? Vertical, vertical then horizontal. Then horizontal. Yep. And so, and then that ties into everything with our love making with everything we go vertical Ooh, love first. making love See, you got okay love making boy on. yeah but, but what i'm saying is that i can show you that too now i can show you surely will show you and i mean we're being very transparent, very transparent about this yeah. is that yeah. you know we don't want to seem like we just we have not you know bumped our heads we have. i have even later on in marriage yep. have put expectations on my husband and you know he is my superman but i know he is a, a he has flesh and blood and he hurts like the next person and i know my words are powerful i know you know those different things and i know my prayers are powerful to help him in those seasons and likewise with him but i also have to know that i um I can't be putting those expectations in him. It's it's it's, it's not realistic, yeah. and it's just hurtful. And I think that's what causes division because that's when we've gotten in most of probably our arguments or disagar right. disagreements have been when we expected the other ones to do something. And you already know women and men communicate differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be like looking a certain way, and I'm supposed to expect you to be able to figure out. Um, what yeah. I'm feeling or yeah. how, you know, and I didn't say anything. And so that goes ties into our communication, making sure we communicate with each other. That's right. a whole nother, yeah. whole nother episode. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that do not put expectation in your spouse or don't do that. significant don't do that. other, you know, don't do it. Cause it's just, it's going to be yeah. a lot yeah. when it comes crumbling down, when they make one mistake, like they're good today, but they may like, we had our pastor come over and come and talk. And he said that one day I did something good. I brought flowers my wife but then this other day i left the toilet seat up so we can't be based off of happiness is based off of situations joy is not based off of, that's something that's the inward god gives us joy that's right it's inward yeah. god gives us that joy he yeah. fills us with that yeah and so it, it, it's uh, it's unfair for me to put that put, put these expectations now i do by covenant you know, we oh, yeah. we do by covenant. We 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 expect commitment and faithfulness, oh, yeah. right? We, we that's that's different. We we we're in it to win it. But what I'm saying is to maintain my happiness, to maintain my contentment. The Bible says godliness with containment. Godliness with contentment is great gain. So my so that's why that's vertical. Because when I start looking for my wife to do it. She's gonna fall short. So what I'm gonna do when she yeah. when, when she falls short there, I'm gonna start going on the outside, start looking at porn or looking at mm-hmm. other women because my wife has failed in that area, you know, so to speak, being in human wise. So what I do, I go to God right. and I get my contentment with God. So that keeps my love for her going, right? Mm-hmm. It keeps my love for her going because I I'm God's telling me, love your wife, love this, love your wife, honor her, let her satisfy your all times, let you drink water out of your own cistern. Mm-hmm. So what happened when God fills me up, it fills me up with his love, and I love her with, with agape love. That's love without conditions that's right. the highest form of love you can have on somebody there's no conditions attached to it it's straight up unconditional so my wife you know i don't put those things on my wife i put it on god and god gives me that ability to love her like he loves her that's and that's 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 so his daughter that's, that's his daughter that's so key it's so funny when you go vertical and sometimes i ain't gonna lie sometimes i'm going vertical and i go tell him i'm telling on dennis like oh yeah i'm telling him do you, you, you see what he did to me yeah and he's like hold on 
Mm-hmm. Let's start with you. Yeah. Ooh. And it's always always like time. that. Let's yeah, start with like you yeah. and your attitude and your heart yes. and your mouth right. and all these Wait. different things. And so by the time he finished, you know, giving you that good spank, I'll take a spanking from God. I'll take yep. it because yep. that means I'm his child. Yep. He chastised me. Right. But he's like, you could have handled that differently. Same here. Why did you say that? Mm. What was the reason of saying that? That's pride. Yes. Why did you yes. say that right there? You know that was cutting. You knew when you said that what that was going to bring. Mm-hmm. That was manipulating. Mm. Why would you do that? Oh, yeah. yeah you, check. Yep. And you get checkmate. And then it just, if you get checked, but it's a good, it's not condemning, but it's conviction. And you're like, you know what? I can be a better. It's so loving mm. as a father that he is. He just loves you through it. Yep, Instead of, you know, it. you know, he's like, and then you go and he's going to show you how to be a better wife or show you how to be a better husband or show you how to be a better mom, you know, or yep. dad. Any situation, go to the father. Yeah. So I can say, and he will give you that meekness. He'll give you that gentleness. He'll give you that long suffering. He'll give you the patience, all of it. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you know, I'm just, this came to my mind, just mm-hmm. using, using things as a weapon, using sex as a weapon yeah, against, your, against yeah. your husband and mm-hmm. vice versa. And you know, trying to get back, play, you know, tip and tap, playing games, cheating on each other, oh. coming door, just try to, you know what, it, that's just, it's, that, 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 that's what, that's what, that's where the problems come in. And, and that's Satan's breeding ground confusion, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So I'm gonna read a scripture, mm-hmm. uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-one. It says, uh-huh. um, "And further, submit to one another out of reverence for God, yeah. reverence for Christ." Let me say that again. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, Stop right there, baby. You well, said submit to one, one another, another out of reverence, reverence for, for Christ. A lot of times we stop at submit to one another or the woman. You supposed to submit. Yeah. But it says out of reverence, out of fear for Christ. Yep, fear for Christ. Yeah. And that's meekness. Submission. Yes. Submission is yes. submission is is releasing your power to God for the benefit of somebody else. Yeah. So that that's meekness. You know, that's that's something that Jesus did. And I'm gonna read Philippians. Yeah. Philippians talks about that. And we did a we did a podcast um serve about serving one another. Check that out. That's real good. But I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit this up. That's one of our older podcasts. But it says in Philippians chapter two verse uh, three, it says, "Don't be selfish. Mm-hmm. Don't try to impress others. Be humble yeah. or be meek. Thinking of think of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out with but look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too." Marriage is all about giving. You gotta get. You gotta get. Even ready to give, you ain't. Don't even think about marriage. You can't be selfish in marriage because if you're selfish in marriage, it's gonna come out. It's gonna. It's gonna tear your marriage up because you're selfish. Now we're not talking about self care. Right, right. There's a difference. There's a difference. Self care is not selfish. Taking care of yourself, working out, going, get yeah, your toes get your done, toes, you know, yeah, do all that stuff, hair and done. hair done, having time for yourself, and, and doing. That's not. That's not self care. We talking about selfish. Like this is mine and this is it. No. When you get married, you giving up everything to your your spouse. You giving everything up. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we don't have separate bank accounts. No, we, don't. we don't have. My wife has all my passwords. Oh, she she one. she can get all of. I mean, that's nothing for me to hide. Right? That's not for me to hide. It's a, and it says right here, you must have the same attitude that's in Christ Jesus. Watch this. Though he was God, he did not think equality with God is something to cling to. Instead, he gave up divine privileges. Jesus gave up himself. He gave he up, give up heaven to come down. He here. gave up heavenly privileges. Sitting, <laughs> chilling in heaven. He did it out of his love. And it says he took a humble position of a slave. Now that word slave is not a negative thing. I know people take that out of context. That word slave means, you know, um indentured or or he he willingly did it. Now he willingly became a slave. 
he you know what I'm saying as, and it was born as a human when he appeared in human in, in human form he humbled himself and he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross he humbled himself he made he became meek so me and you may live he, he came meek for the mission. He came meek so he can give up himself for the mission. So your mission in life is to be more like Christ and to and to do what he's called you to do. That means being married. You're giving up your life, man, for your family. You, you're, 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 woman, you're giving your life up for that man so you could come together and build a new life in Christ. And you're, and you're serving each other as on to the Lord and you're doing it in a meek position. Like I said, when I give to my wife, there's no regret. When I bless my wife and do those things, it, it, it I'm still in a position of servitude because why I'm taking on the, the character of Christ and, and hey look God had to humble me in so many areas because I was looking for my wife to make me happy but when I started hitting those brick walls and said God said it's not about you it's about being a blessing so I had to go vertical to re- get that revelation right. so I can come horizontal so I can be married if you're like I said if you're single learn how to learn singleness learn how to have that ver- tight vertical relationship with God yeah. learn how to be a servant have a servant's heart and so when you get with somebody don't get with anybody who's not a servant who have a servant's heart if you're dealing if you're dealing with a selfish individual that person's not gonna if you're single and you're dating someone who's 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 selfish you might have to rethink that marital union if if you're meeting somebody who's who's selfish maybe they can change over time and things like that but if that's who they are and they're showing you that person, you might want to question that union. I mean, too, you also have to look, too, that they don't have a, a vertical. They don't have, they have a vertical relationship with God. Vertical. That, that right there yeah. is what's going to help um, with your marriage and your union is that vertical relationship. Yes. A lot of times it's skipped. We don't think about the vertical. We think about the horizontal. Ooh, yes. And a lot of people are doing horizontals, and they're not doing no vertical, not inviting God in, and then all of a sudden they want to somebody want God to bless the horizontal. Yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, you want God to bless because you know, the ver- have a relationship. Both individuals, we recommend both have their own individual relationship, relationship with God. Now, everybody could be on different levels and nobody's judging somebody if they're at the beginning, at the, in the middle, or wherever they're at. But start somewhere. If you know, and if you see that you have someone that you're dating and it's something that you see that you can help each other, because furthermore, both of us are brother and sister in Christ. You right. know, it's good to get with someone that you're equally yoked with, and God speaks yeah. on that. Yeah, Not to get with somebody that's unequally yoked, and there's a reason for that. Yes. Because if you do have a vertical relationship with God, and you get with someone that does not have a vertical relationship it with God, guess what? Chances are, you're going to pull away from your vertical relationship. Yes. You don't have it, and it's going to be just simply horizontal, if yes. y'all can understand what I'm saying. And that's going to so, and that's gonna wear out your dating process. Yeah. That's going to wear out your relationship because you're trying to make each other happy. And then when a the person falls short, then there it is. You're you're mad at this person because they didn't they meet the expectation. You know what I'm saying? When you should be looking to God to, to, to you should be looking for God to perform that expectation through them to make sure you're blessed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's that vertical first, then the horizontal. It's that vertical. It's a must. You have to have good vertical. So I'm, so, <laughs> so I'm going to take a little turn here and I'm going to talk about a relationship. Okay, so this is in Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. And it says, while they were uh, uh, Hazareth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he married a Cushite woman. Now, Moses, we know, and we know Moses was more than likely he was a uh, you know he, he's, he was a hebrew so he married a kushite woman a kushite woman is out of a different race so it's an interracial, interracial relationship i'm here to tell you that god doesn't look at color mm-hmm. he looks at the, he looks at he looks at your spirit the only two the two races that's on this planet is satan's race and god's race 
And God, when he says unequally yoked, not just in the sense of compatibility, but if you're unequally yoked with an unbeliever, don't unbeliever. unbeliever. And so God don't look at color, but watch this. They said, now this is Miriam and Aaron, his own brother and sister. Has Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses, now watch they say about Moses. Moses was very humble and more humble than any other person or humble or meek than another person on the, on, the, on the planet. So immediately Lord called to Moses and Aaron and Miriam said, and, and said go out of the tabernacle all three of you so the three of them went to the temple tabernacle and then the, the lord descended in the pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle so so not only is it not only is it not only is it attractive but but moses was just doing what he's called to do yeah he didn't care about color he didn't care about race he didn't care about culture he married this woman because why this woman must have had a covenant with god right, right. so so you marry outside of your race you know as far as your color and your culture and that person saved they know jesus christ that's all that matters and what did god do in that moment god defended moses when they yeah. try to talk against him so right. you may you may be dealing with an interracial marriage you may be dealing with something but god will defend you just you just just be humble remain meek god will make sure that that situation get taken care of if you love each other in the lord and you're saved and you're connected and you both know jesus that's all that matters and go back to that vertical, go back to that vertical. Go back to that vertical. You, that's what matters when you're writing down all the things that you want i, I want him to have this and i want look i'm gonna tell you this right Woo. now you better at the top of the list yes you want him to have a relationship with God. He, he gotta, he gotta know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because if that man don't know Jesus, you can have, you, he can, he can look good, but he may be he devil in the flesh. Muscles on top of muscles and curves on top of curves for the lady. And the lady, you know? yes. And but if they don't have a relationship yep. with God, well, God. It's, 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 it makes it very, difficult. it makes it very difficult. And like I said, if you marry outside your, outside of your, your race, and th God don't care about color or care about what that person's being white or black. We all different colors. We painted different colors. Yeah. He wants you to, he wants you to have a covenant with him. He wants you to be equally yoked spiritually through Jesus Christ. And that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. So, so and God, and God will defend you. He will, he will defend you just like he did against Miriam and, um, and Aaron. He yeah. defended Moses. Yep. If you read that scripture, he said, you know, look, this is my son. I speak to him mouth to mouth and I talk to him. I got a relationship I with got him. A relationship. And he was considered to be the meekest person because he didn't react to what wow. they did. He, he, he was humble about it. Humble, humble. And meek. And meek. Or meek and or meek. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, this was fun. The it's time fun. always goes by so fast when we're doing these episodes. Yes. But we thank you for tuning in. We hope you can go back and capture some of the other ones that we've done about Fruit Spirit. And um, thank you for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Be blessed. Be blessed. Love you. <laughs>